think it is being recorded. Let me put on my protection. Podcasting protection on. Jimmy hats on. Put on your pop filters, boys and girls. I just took mine off. Raw dogging it today, apparently. Yeah, what's going on with that, man? I don't know. Your microphone's going to get gross. <laughs> is that how you talk in a microphone now? <laughs> you imagine, you imagine you get into a studio with a guy, yo, yo, give me the mic, give me the <laughs> Start sucking it. <laughs> You're like, yo, who the fuck is fucking this guy? <laughs> Like I have my other shows, so you're gonna do you're gonna do the the Matt Carter Variety Hour. I'm trying to get into the Weird Al space. I'm trying to. Yeah, oh, every week it. you have a song. Uh, well, I just uh, made a song uh, for Haley and I's anniversary. I was gonna say you finally did it, right? You, you told me you were writing it. Oh, did I tell you about this already? Yeah, you told me you were writing it. You were like, I'm a couple verses through. Like, oh, yeah, I, I went home. I banged it out. I went home that night. First tee. Yo, you're creative. Dog, your creative <laughs> ability is so much better. Like, I wish I could focus in on something and finish it the way you finish things. It's... Yeah, but it's—I don't know. It's—it's <laughs> it's absurd, but it—it's uh, filled with a couple inside jokes. But I'm gonna send it along to right. let, let you let you listen. Gotta, to it. I'm gonna critique your cadence. Okay, well then. sick every single time last time i I, uncon- I had to leave a party couldn't stop fucking bombing i had like one and a half beers and then ate okay. some shrooms and it was like it, my stomach was just like nah dog not nah, not nah, fucking with this oh don't you know shrooms before beer you're in the clear beer before yeah, shrooms for- you have to leave the room <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> <laughs> i just made that up you're so creative. Just like everything we do around here. So we just make it up as we go. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of which, it's 2.44 p.m. Sunday, May 23rd, 2021. This is episode 35. That's right. I correctly updated what number we're on. Atta My boy. name is Matt. This is Dan. How's it going, buddy? I'm good, Matthew. Uh, thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for being here for the 35th consecutive episode in a row. I'm very proud of you. I appreciate that. That you showed up. Yeah. You know, you I did came the bare back. minimum. I did you the have, bare minimum. You haven't missed an episode yet. Thirty-five consecutive episodes with Matt. <laughs> so what happens? If we just don't record if I'm not here. Are you just gonna do a solo episode? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much it all hinges on you. You know, you decide to quit one day and you're like, I can't do it anymore. 
it's just the fame it's too much all these all these fans of the show they're just you know they're getting to me that's over it ends with you, you know? i'm the gatekeeper you are the, the one that keeps us rolling you do you do uh you know thanks for joining us folks for for episode 35 as as we said of the fucking a podcast the uh the continuing conversation that we have about life and, and the world at large and everything in between and uh you know we appreciate you guys coming to join us uh yeah you know i got I, you know nothing's changed for me man i'm unemployed right now so 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 what's going on with you let's talk about you matthew let's talk about excellent. you excellent i'd love to I, you know me i love to talk about myself it's i know you do this is a you're, it's a good listening skill over there buddy yeah like <laughs> let the other person just talk about themselves they right. love to they're self-involved just ask some questions I ask questions that only the most interesting people ask all right, I got I got a decent little story for you. So, okay. I mean, not much is new because it's still fucking locked down, right? Right. But my dog, I take my dog outside today with my girlfriend, and I live in a condo. So I'll set set the scene really quickly here. It's a pet friendly building. Okay, we even have a fucking like dog bath in the building that you can like go and use and shit. It's it's very pet friendly. Okay, there's a lot of people that hate dogs in this building though, like hate them, are terrified of them, and I I don't know why. Now I have a twenty pound cream colored french bulldog with a peach harness literally a bunch of little peaches on it she's fucking cute as hell okay and she's 20 pounds she's a runt she's tiny waiting for the elevator my dog is probably five or six feet back from the elevator we're standing there off to the side kind of talking to my girlfriend hit the down button door opens up my dog doesn't even move not like she runs at the elevator just standing there six feet away all of a sudden, you hear this fucking shriek out of the elevator. <laughs> and I look, and it's a full-grown woman, like probably 50 years old, standing six feet away, screaming in the corner, shaking, looking at my dog. And I just look at my girl, and my girl's off to the side, can't see. And she goes, the fuck's wrong with her? And the doors are slowly shutting, just ding, and down they go. Yeah, we'll take so, the next one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most uncomfortable situation. Not like my dog lunged at her. Wasn't even close. Wasn't like barking. Just sitting there like 10 feet away. She just screams. Yeah, some people, I don't know, man. Some people are genuinely afraid of dogs. Like, I don't know, maybe she had like some traumatic experience or something years ago. Here's, here's the thing. I understand that and I totally get it. Why the fuck would you move into a building that advertises that it's a fucking pet friendly building and is covered with pet amenities and shit? Maybe everywhere? she was a guest. Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, that's a little. Well, then what's she doing in my building? It's coronavirus. Oh. She's a shit person. She's oh. either a pussy or a shit person. Either uh, a pussy. <laughs> 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 fucking hey, pussies and shit people. It was so good because like it was so shocking and like the door hadn't even shut and my girl's like the fuck <laughs> like just read out loud i was dying oh, i was dying it was too funny yeah that's a that's a little bit that's a bit much to deal with it'd be different if my dog was menacing though like <laughs> yeah your dog's not menacing at all your dog looks like your, your dog looks like a little like goofy like googly eyed like sloppy like little like adorable mutt is what your dog she's is. a goofy goober yeah, yeah. she's a goofy goofy goober <laughs> Another slogan for the show. A couple of stop by every week for a couple of goofy goobers. You don't know that reference, dog? Goofy goober? Yeah, that's a SpongeBob club in the movie, dog. Oh, okay. Don't make me sing the song for you. No, please. Oh, I'm a goofy goober. Yeah, you're a goofy goober. Yeah, we're all goofy goobers. Yeah, a goofy goober, 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 goober. Is that really the song? Yeah, like legit. <laughs> okay, nice. All right, thank you. <laughs> Round of applause, folks. Give it up for Matt. Thank you. Thank you. 
tap, 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 tap the mic. Tap your mics in solidarity for, for Matt and his singing ability. I appreciate that. That was very good. Now, as we get going here, I have an international product endorsement. Sort of. International. International. All right. Because we're all about we're all about hitting all the different spots on the map. So this is a shout out to, to Domino's Pizza. No, I know. Hold on. Domino's Pizza in I'm Japan. Right. Oh, I've shout out Domino's Pizza because they're also the only place that actually delivers to the side door of my apartment and not to the front door of the house I live in. You know, they're the Respect. only people consistently read the additional instructions on the delivery that I am not the front door. It's you know why? It's because they know you're reading their instructions. They know you're checking their pizza oven at what time it's going in. They know you're right. checking when it's out for delivery. So That's they know right. you're going to check if they they got to check. They got to be on point and you're checking. And yeah, like, yeah, it's the mutual connection that we have. We're we're both respecting each other's communication is the key to a healthy exactly. pizza relationship. Exactly. Also, I feel like they're the only people that I still order from that don't that I don't use like the third party skip the dishes or Uber Eats or Good, man. like Good, Domino's. Man. When like when you order from Domino's, you order you get a Domino's pizza man who shows up, not like some Uber driver, right? So, shout out to Domino's. Now, this overseas product endorsement comes from Domino's Japan. Okay, so their newest menu item in their East meets West fusion. You know, we're all about that fusion. Parkinay is consistently you about know the how fusion. We do. Yeah, we're all about fusion. But let me introduce to you the new Domino's Pizza Rice Bowl. What? Let, that, let that simmer for a minute for you. All right. All right. I'm imagine what it. you're. Yeah. Imagine what you're seeing here. What you're. What you'd get. So what it is. It's a rice bowl filled with cheese. It's kind of the basic, right? That's that's like the kind of like the crust, you know, with the basic cheese topping. That's what that's that's the the basis of the the rice Domino's pizza rice bowl. Okay. Rice with cheese. Okay. Okay. And then the pizza toppings go on top of that. So you got kind of cheesy rice, and then you build your pizza on top of it. You put all the toppings, and it works like regular pizza. So you want like a deluxe pizza rice bowl you get the rice the cheese and then you get the deluxe toppings on top and then you kind of mix it in and, and give it a munch you know what i mean now tell me if you're thinking this because when i read about it at first i thought it was kind of ridiculous because i always as we do with this show we approach things from the angle of laughing at them you know but the more i read it the more i started to think that actually sounds kind of fucking good yeah but like uh, i guess there'd be yeah no, what? Why? Why though? Why? Because it's in Japan. Yeah, but this is my question. Okay, I understand that it's in Japan, so they're like, we're gonna make rice pizza. Cool, that's your right. thing. But why? Fuck that shit. We don't make. Well, I guess we do make Canadian pizza, but we just mm -hmm. put a different topping on it. You can put some fucking put some sushi on your pizza. I don't know. Don't fucking. No. Have you ever had sushi pizza? I have. Fuck. My favorite goddamn thing. My argument's get, falling apart. Get some barbecue eel sushi pizza. Holy shit. I'm good on that. Oh I'm good on that. I was ruined as a child. I was given it at far too young of an age. What? You didn't like sushi? Are you still? Are, hang, on, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, hang on. I like sushi. Okay. I like sushi. I don't really like sushi pizza, though. I'm like, this is like, I don't, the the underneath way Talking wafer about. Nah, I'm passing on that. What are you talking that. about? Give me some rolls. Give me some rolls, man. Sushi pizza, if it's done really well, is fucking great. Come on, you came to you came out here that one time. We went to that sushi joint. You didn't you didn't you didn't tell me that was shit was delicious. I said I like sushi. I don't like the, the sushi pizza didn't like the patty eat, shit. Didn't like, you come out here and didn't you eat some like deep fried milk or whatever the fuck it was? Like Oh yeah, I did. 
That's right. Oh, yeah, that. we did do that. I didn't like it though. That shit was gross, actually. No, the, the milk thing was really gross. That is very gross. I thought it was going to be bomb. I was like, oh, maybe it'll be cool. Like one of those things that I try and is awesome. And I was genuinely like, that's fucking disgusting. Okay. Pass okay. Fair enough. But I mean, I can't lie. I'm, I'm curious about these Domino's pizza rice balls. I, I would try one. I will go to Japan and and go to a you go all the way to Japan just to eat a Domino's. I'm here for the Domino's <laughs> rice bowl. <laughs> No wonder they don't want people. They don't let tourists in. Like they don't Holy want fuck, coming over. You're like the pan. greatest sushi country. There's like amazing fresh fish. You're like, I'm here for the Domino's Can rice I go bowl. to Domino's? I don't know, man. I'm a fucking weirdo, though. Like, I would... I'm I'm weird about mixing food. And not like, oh, my food's touching. It's... I. Here's a great example. Grilled cheese. Delicious. Yeah. Everybody's made a bacon grilled cheese at some point, right? Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, it's good. But I think the bacon on grilled cheese detracts from the grilled cheese, and I would much rather have just a grilled cheese with bacon on the side. So what you like the most about a grilled cheese is the the what the grilled the cheese itself like correct like there's, there's something about that just grilled cheese taste that i'm going for you know what i'm saying so the bacon detracts from that so you're so a i food like purist is what you are yes but like i want to say a different word but i'm not allowed to say it on the radio anymore uh well it's a good thing this isn't radio so <laughs> <laughs> i think you vastly misinterpreted what this whole enterprise is here my friend I'm living in a cloud but <laughs> Yeah, like I'd much rather have them on the side. So again, with that pizza rice bowl, I'd rather have some motherfucking good rice dish and some pizza on the side. I don't need a fucking rice pizza. Like, fuck all that shit. Fuck all okay. that noise. Okay. You're a picky eater. I I'm understand. a six year old. You're a six year old. Now, I mean, we don't we don't have regular listeners in Japan, but this is how we're breaking into Japan. Okay. That's yeah. Hey, what's up, Japan? We like Domino's rice bowls. If you have friends there or if you know anybody or if you're in Japan and you've stumbled upon this podcast, we we need to know your firsthand review of the Domino's rice bowls, the pizza rice bowls. So email the podcast, fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us, is it all it's cracked up to be? Is this for real? Is this is this a real delicious treat that you can get? Please let us oh, know. It's, it's got to be real. Is that who you order your pizza from? I got to know. Yes. That is, eh? I like Domino's. And because they still have the they still have this coupon that you can always use where everything is seven ninety nine. So you like you get you can get like pizza and then like wings and like something Dope. else. They're all seven bucks each. You like stack it up and you get a pretty good meal for like twenty five bucks something. Right? Find out if you got a Regino's. A telling Regino's? You. Telling you, bro. I'm telling you. I didn't know it was a chain. I thought it was like a mom and pop shop, but it's it's called Regino's. We get it every fu- it's it's bomb. It's bomb, dude. It's the highest rated pizza in my area. And I thought that was like I like other than like those like wood stone Italian type place, you know what I'm saying? Like thin crust, yada yada. That's different. But I thought it was gonna be, you know, decent. Blew me away. Delicious. Okay. Check it out. Regino's. Shout out. That's a that's a free shout out for Regino's. Your shit's good. Maybe they will send you <sighs> something May- free. Like, oh man, you imagine that? It's like that fucking like when we were in college. We had that Papa John's coupon. We was living, living. Well, you're gonna you're gonna set me up for an easy segue here because I have a story for you. Well, yeah. So like when we were in college, we had a we had a coupon for fifty percent off Papa John's. That was some sort of corporate code that never expired, and it was kind of like this, like it was like whispered around the Western campus of like, yo, you know about the pizza code? 
Yeah. We gotta, well, we, we also lived it. like a block from a, from one. So we, exactly. we didn't even get delivery. We were like, yo, place it every Sunday on football Sunday. We used to like 12 noon, place the order 1230, walk over to pick it up, be back in our seats, watching football at one o'clock with like a stack of boxes of like, yo, what'd you get? Like pizza, <laughs> chicken, fucking like Parmesan <laughs> bites, like fucking everything. We lived off Papa John's for a while. Dude, you get like a large pizza for like seven bucks and that shit was huge fucking and we'd each get one. So it lasts you for like fucking four or five days. Easy. That's true. It's true. We got multiple meals Feeding on, army that, on that shit. Yeah, for real. I okay. love taking advantage of those codes, bro. All right. So so in that same vein, I do have a story related that uh, this involves. This involves one of our old friends too, my classic uh, friend of the friend of the pod uh, KFC. So a 23 year old university student in China has been sentenced to two and a half years in prison after he swindled about $31,000 in fast food from KFC. First of all, how dare he? (laughs) How dare he swindle our good friends at Kentucky Fried Chicken? Proud supporters of the fucking A podcast, KFC. Think of how many many KFC gaming computers you can buy with that. How How many many KFC shoes you could have had? Pairs of KFC shoes? Yule time logs? <laughs> Next year, I'm buying one of those just to see how it works. I don't have a fireplace, but I'll figure it out. It's gonna burn it in your backyard <laughs> beside your neighbor's car. A big oil <laughs> drum, yeah, absolutely. So, this student discovered a glitch in 2018 that allowed him to use an ordering loophole. He apparently accidentally discovered that he could place an online order for KFC using coupons, and then apparently immediately go and ask for a refund through a KFC WeChat account which is uh, WeChat is like China's most popular yeah. mainstream yep. messaging app that they use. So the student then told four of his friends of this loophole and then sold some of the coupons online to other people who used the loophole as well. So it turned into like a, like a KFC free ordering syndicate he had running here. So good man, <laughs> him and his four friends were all caught after the loophole was eventually discovered. Cause sooner or later they're like, how the fuck are we losing all this money? Even though we're getting all these orders. So, because this happened in China and they don't fuck around with stuff like this, they got sentenced to jail terms of 15 months up to two and a half years each. So all five of them got put in jail. And this is because apparently in China to do something like this, even though it's like a glitch on the KFC end and you could say like, well, it's their fault. It's some stupid technical thing. I guess in China, they, they would consider this quote like unjustly or enriching yourself. So knowing that there's a loophole and then taking advantage of it is is a crime in itself because yes, although it's not your you took advantage of some other mistake, you use it for nefarious purposes. So basically, they consider that to be okay criminal activity, right? I disagree. I disagree, China. But well, I assume I assume that only applies to regular people and not like government officials or businesses over there, right? Because they probably do whatever the <laughs> yeah, fuck they want without it. Right? Absolutely. So, <laughs> so it was considered to be fraud, basically, and and they got arrested. So. Yeah. If you're in China and you find a, a, a loophole, then like, I don't know, call the government and like pay the money back immediately. And like, yeah, if you find a way, if, if you find a way to steal people's gold in World of Warcraft and farm it, you know, look out, <laughs> look yeah, out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yo, that's smart, though. Honestly, like, I mean, not smart because obviously you get arrested, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. That that kind of defeats the purpose of my super argument. smart, very smart, super smart. You ended up getting arrested. Yeah, I'm curious where you're going to go with that. I was, I don't know. It's kind of cool though. He probably got away with it for a while, right? Like, check it out, boys. Yeah, he probably was 
he's probably gr- the greasiest motherfucker in the world after but that's a while. the issue here's the thing you and i found out about that and like i sparingly told people about that code to the point that we had we were using it for like yeah but i didn't college career we didn't not tell people because we were like the cops are going to get us we wouldn't tell people because we were worried they would find out and then they would they would cancel the code and we would never exactly dan exactly dan and this guy turned into a business instead of feeding himself with fucking kfc now he's arrested he could have just fed himself and it probably would have been fine and maybe after like 10 uses they would have flagged his account and been like no 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 more and that would have been it he turned into china's like kfc walter white is what he did he he got too greedy he was building an empire you know i could not possibly eat like thirty thousand dollars in kentucky fried chicken even if it was for well, dude, just think of that yourself. Think of how many hot dogs you'd have to eat a week. Now imagine $30,000 worth of KFC. <laughs> it's one of those challenges. All right, new challenge. You either have to eat 72 hot dogs in a week or $31,000 of KFC, but you have unlimited time. I wonder if that's a game in like the new Saw movie. I think the Chris Rock just put it. I think it's called Spiral. What if that's one of the traps? You sit down, you have 24 hours to eat. $30,000 worth of KFC. You just hooked to a commode. Just oh, like, dude, just think ingest. of the sides you'd get like a buck, a bucket of like fucking. Okay. You're dog. the saw. You're the crazy guy in saw. You're, you're making the game. Okay. You're, you're, you've decided that you're going to force this person to eat $31,000 of Kentucky fried chicken. Excellent. Just chicken. Or do you include the no, sides? no, no, no? That's what I said. You got to go the whole menu. So like, you're getting a bucket of like coleslaw. You're getting like what's a bucket worse? of gravy. What's worse, thirty one thousand dollars in just chicken, or thirty one thousand dollars in chicken and sides? The sides, because the chicken's more expensive. So think of how much five dollars a chicken is versus five dollars of gravy of coleslaw. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, buddy, this is just the fat that we cooked off the chicken. It's a fucking like thirty thousand dollars worth, bro. It'd be like a dump truck of gravy you'd have to drink. Just hook you up to a funnel just pour yeah you'd basically just be a slot like you'd have to have uh, like a human centipede tube set up on each end and it would just have to go through you otherwise it's impossible hit the guy in like seven or whatever it is like oh the sloth guy eating spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's brutal <laughs> thank you for following matt and i on our creative uh <laughs> tough way to go we're writing scripts. We're always writing scripts over here. I got a good follow-up story here. So we touched on this okay. story uh, back in September in the York region out here in uh, in Ontario. There was an underground casino running out of a mansion. Do you remember this story? I'm I'm really foggy, but okay. Okay, so 52-year-old Weiwei, uh, he was leading an underground casino ring out in York region. So this man had like a top-shelf mansion set up with a fucking full-out casino hidden in it so police ended up searching his 22,000 uh, square foot home back in september in an investigation called project endgame now he had an underground gambling operation slot machines a bar with 1.5 million worth of top shelf liquors a hey. fucking bank like the man was set up like he had a it is, this is some underground shit this is some high class stuff so he obviously got arrested and busted because it was during the pandemic he was running this yeah. right so pandemic rules apply Police take all the photographs of all the evidence, everything that's going on there. In their photographs, on the scene, there's two watches. Combined, they're worth about $500,000. Some balling-ass motherfucking watches, okay? However, in the next day's police evidence photographs, like back at the at the warehouse, the watches aren't in the photos. <laughs> okay. So, guys, lawyer argued, what the fuck's going on here? You've been tampering and stealing my shit. My case should be thrown out. The charges have been dropped. Oh. 
Weiwei is a free man because the motherfuckers wanted to take two five hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if they're rollies or that what they were, but is some sloppy policing right there. Yep. I so mean... the police are uh, now conducting their own internal investigation, and obviously somebody got tempted and is gonna get their ass fired heavy because that shit's gonna come out, right? <laughs> Today we're going to decide what to do with the uh, two million dollars. Don't you mean three million dollars? <laughs> yes, of course. How silly of me. Yeah, like that's. I mean. 100%. Like, Dog. open the bag of cash, like, start stuffing in your shirt. What, rookie? You skim some yeah, off it's the like top. Training day. <laughs> yeah, it's like training exactly. day, except the, the cops are not as cool as Denzel, basically. Like, pretty much. Except they fucking to steal took the photo before you take, before the, you photos. take the photos. Jesus exactly. Christ. Exactly. You fucking can't even Ubers. be corrupt properly. For <laughs> <sake>. <laughs> fucking idiots. Oh, uh, shit. Wow. That's brutal. Oh, I was, how- um, so. So I've been uh, uh, I've been trying to kill time here because I've been in between jobs, right? So um, I decided while I was smoking weed the other day that I would try to better myself by. Um, I love that sentence. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So I'm in between jobs right now, and to kill some time, <laughs> I was smoking some weed, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go on. <laughs> well, it's because I have a job that I'm starting. I know. Just I'm just busting period. your shit. Just, yeah. Just just bomb. to clarify, I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not bumming it. I'm just waiting like a few weeks till I start this other job again. Right. So, so I decided I was like, I'm a, I've always wanted to learn how to code. Right. Because okay. it, it sounds like a real skill that can actually be useful in my future instead of, you know, like, what do you, what do you qualify to do? Uh, work in an office and like type things into computers. <laughs> yes. I'm a highly skilled individual. So I started up this like free coding thing, right? This is a website where like you can go through the programs one at a time and and I, I didn't really read the website when I started. So it's got all these categories and it's like step-by-step programs. You can learn anything from scratch completely free. It's, it's like completely made for idiots, which is perfect, right? Awesome. So I'm reading all the topics and I'm like, oh, machine learning sounds cool to me, right? I've always heard about that. Sounds cool. Like algorithms and all that shit. Sounds like the wave of the future. I'm, I'm down. So I clicked that one. Starts off with like the first module is like some guy, some YouTube guy. He's like really good too. He's like explaining it really well. I'm taking notes. I'm learning, you know, this means this, this, you know, the, this term's input and output and, you know, different pieces of it. And I'm like, all right, okay, it's not bad. I can keep up, finish the first lesson, click lesson two, start lesson two, 60 seconds in this motherfucker's talking about differential calculus and vectors and stuff. And he's like, and when you get into the, you know, vectors, when they're three, three dimensional and they can also be like fourth and fifth dimensional and on. And then he starts going on. I'm like, what the fuck just happened here? Like, <laughs> I was I was fine in the first one. What happened here? Yeah, that's when I found out that like the the whole program of this website is set up like from you're supposed to start from like absolute basics of anything computer related, not like pick which one you want to do and start. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh yeah, you kind of need a basis of a fucking knowledge, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just jump in and be like, I want to learn about machine learning and just jump in because no, because apparently, no. you know, I, I took like, like applied math in high school 12 years ago and now I'm listening to some guy talk about like differential calculus and like functional equations can, and vectors. Yo, you can definitely <laughs> learn coding stuff, but machine learning stuff, no, you'd like, you will need. Oh, I to needed to do the this. other 1200 hours of programs before 
I got to that one. But I think, just definitely. like basic coding shit, you can definitely learn without a math background. It's it's more language than like, and it's basic basic arithmetic. Unless you're going to be doing serious hard calculations, designing like a game or something, bro. If you're just well, trying to write like okay, a, well, because what I did is I went back to the the main website, the main page of this website, and read it from the top, and it was like, if you have no background in anything coding related, click here to start. I was like, yeah, that's oh, me. okay, that's where I want to be. So All I right. ended up spending a couple hours while I was stoned learning how to do like basic HTML and stuff like that. Like so you're on the I'm, you're on the right page. You're yeah, I'm right proud page. of myself, man. I can write like a really shitty like I'm like writing like I can write like a one slight piece of like a web page from 1987. So I'm getting there. Getting there, bro. Bettering myself. And HTML. Well, you didn't play Neopets back in the day when you were a kid, I guess. Yes, I did. Did you? Well, how come you don't know how to HTML code, bro? Uh, because I was eight. Here's a true story. One time when I was playing Neopets in like the fourth grade, I got I fell for an email scam. Oh, you got fished at eight. Yeah. That's how it all happens. And I all lost my whole account and I cried <laughs> like a, I cried like a bitch. For like, <laughs> I literally like went upstairs and found my mom and I was like, some guys stole my thing. Sad day. It was, it was a really sad, sad day, day when you lose your Neopets account, when you logged onto the school computers and played with all your friends. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's Jeez. the most embarrassing game you ever played. What's the most embarrassing game? Yeah, like like the most embarrassing, like something in that vein. Oh, RuneScape by far, hands down, hands you down. Still play that? So yeah, I mean- that's I came back to that <laughs> shit, dog. Came out on mobile on my phone and my eyes lit up. I'm like, what? That shit's back. When I was in like middle school, uh, a couple of buddies of mine used to play Habbo Hotel. Oh fuck yeah. Hotel? Oh fuck, I remember Abo Hotel. I used to have freestyle battles in, in the rooms. <laughs> we used to run, we used to we found a way to run multiple games simultaneously. Like so you could have different we found a way to use different browsers so you could have different characters playing simultaneously. Yep. So me and like a couple of my buddies at the time playing Habbo Hotel used to because if you remember how that worked, you either had to like use like the barter system to get things, or you could pay real money to get yeah. oh yeah items right so for most people who don't want to spend money you just have to like grind and like play games and hustle and like trade and stuff so we used to run a scam in Habbo hotel where we would run multiple accounts and we would set up these big games where everybody would have to pay to play but then we'd all have it would be like three of the people in the game were like me and our friends and like our alternate accounts and then in the end they would always we would always win and scam everybody about their shit and then make off with like fucking bandits in the end. This is why I don't trust people in online games at all in any so way what shape I or form. I spent my formative years doing, dog, was scamming people in a crappy internet hotel game. Bro, one of our uh, so I know you make fun of me for playing. I've never talked about this on the podcast. I'm outing myself hard here. But yes, yeah. I still play that game and uh one of our buddies, dude, we played with for like 3 years. Uh they were like account sharing and everything was fine. Ended up fucking logging on one day because he had a gambling addiction he didn't tell anybody about. Stole everything off this dude's account. Fucking sold that shit for like 500 bucks and then tried to deny it. Shit's real, man. Goes into adult life too. Wow. Yeah, bro. Don't trust nobody. Blurring those lines of reality. Trust Trust I'm I'm going to tell you straight to your face. You want 500 bucks? Just ask me. You want to throw away (laughs) our 10-year relationship for 500 bucks? Like, Go fuck yourself. Do you imagine that's how this podcast ended? Episode thirty six is just you. All right. Here's Dan stole my Habbo Hotel account. Stole my- <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking done. The show's over. Fucking Listen to my shit. new podcast. 
I was throwing a furniture party and stole my chairs. Fucking Fernie parties, bro. All right, but like dumb arguments, like they end friendships, right? And what? look no further than fucking sports. Sports do that all the time. Okay. And in Florida, we've got a man who's been jailed after he had an argument about Tom Brady with his buddy, which turned into enraged violence and ended up in some assault charges. Okay, what was the, what was the premise of the argument? Uh, basically, the guy was telling him that Tom Brady wasn't that dude. And my man here, Brian Palter of St. Peter, Petersburg, uh, he decided that that wasn't the truth, that Tom Brady is the GOAT. So I'm pretty sure this happened down near like the Tampa area. So I'm not surprised that there's some fucking super Tom Brady stands now. But anyway, so he's out with his buddies drinking. All right. They get into an argument over Tom Brady being the goat. There's a good quote here. Upon arriving home, Palter fought with a friend, punching the man in the face multiple times, leaving the victim bloody with visible injuries. After pummeling his buddy, Palter became combative with the man's wife, cops allege. Palter later shoved both his pal's wife and his own spouse, causing her to slip and strike her head on the kitchen counter. Palter's wife, 34, suffered a very large contusion on her forehead, but was uncooperative with police. The other woman, however, provided the cops with an account of how Palter's wife sustained her injury. So he was arrested for misdemeanor domestic battery, taken to county jail, and released on his own recognizance. So here's my question. This is all because you don't think Tom Brady's the best quarterback ever, that your wife's got to get stitches and you're getting charged for assault and you beat up your buddy and now his wife got assaulted. Look, like, look, I've been I've been a diehard sports fan since I was the weest of wee lads. OK, but at almost 30 years old now, I, I my unpopular opinion to share is that sports fans are some of the biggest fucking losers on earth. Like I love sports and I'm a huge sports fan and you are too. And we have friends and we're like, but like, dude, I, you spend enough time like scrolling the internet or like reading like Instagram posts about sports or Twitter or anything or anything sports related. Sports fans are consistently some of the most ginormous fucking losers. Like what kind of grown ass man beats up two women and his friend because like, Dude, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. How dare you? Like you, you just copped an assault charge over some dude who doesn't even know you exist. Like what the fuck is wrong? No, no, it was with his buddy, bro. He fought. He kicked the shit out of his friend. Over, it would be like if you and I got yeah over over, over an argument some, about over Tom Brady. Brady, like some guy who doesn't even know you're a real person on Earth. Like it's not like this guy, like. It says something bad oh, about oh, yeah, your family, yeah. and you're like, "How fucking hell? I'll stand up for people close." You're like, "No, I will literally beat the shit out of you because you don't agree w- with my opinions about a quarterback." <sighs> it's fucking sad, man. I love. Here's the thing: I love the fact that there are like hostile sport environments where it's like, "We'll tell you that you you fucking suck and your team's shit." I love that. I'm game for that. But when I'm leaving the game. Don't try to fight me because I'm walking by yeah. in the other team's jersey. Like yeah, literally, like you, you've been to Buffalo and like how people you were there like, with me when that exactly up. happened. Like, why? Left because the you're Titans. not wearing the same shirt as me. Like, yeah, absolutely, dude. We left the fucking Titans game and that Bills dude fucking pushed me. I was like, you want to fucking go? And I was just like, no, what? Like, like I didn't I even don't. say anything to you. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And like, it's sad, dude. We, I'll never, I'll never forget this. We're walking away. And I'm in Titans shit, and there's no other Titans fans. Obviously, it's fucking Tennessee in a Buffalo game. And also, you won that game. And we won. Right. But there's a there's a Titans fan ahead of me wearing a Steve McNair jersey, a dad, and he's got his kid, his like eight year old with him beside him. And I was like, hey, McNair, like wanted to be like, yo, like what's up, guys? He fucking just grabbed his kid tighter to him, and they started walking away faster. Didn't even turn. So he thought Which, so. You guys, he probably thought exactly. you were like calling some, talking some shit. Yeah. 
Exactly, which I don't, I don't blame him for, but it, it sucks that I can't just be like, what up, dog? Like the guy was like, nope, we're not getting fucked up in Buffalo. Come on, son. Yo, if you're taking sports that seriously, like you need other hobbies. Like if you were like enraged to the point of violence over your sport, it's like people like the Raiders play the Niners and six people get stabbed. You're like, what is wrong with you? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Like, how do you reproduce and have jobs and like a functioning people in society? But the second you put a fucking jersey on, you're like, oh, welcome to Oakland, bitch. What <laughs> <laughs> the Chappelle joke, right? Exactly. Go across that bridge. Welcome to Oakland, bitch. That's what I mean. Like. Like, I don't know. It's it's fucked. It's it's fucking insane. I don't, I don't get it either, bro. I don't get it either. Congratulations. You slammed like, your wife's head off a counter because you were so sure Tom Brady's the best quarterback ever. Like, what legacy did you leave behind in this world? <laughs> well, he's right, though. He's right, though. Tom what? is the goat. Yeah, does your girl watch like SVU and those like criminal mind shows? No. Yeah, like a lot of women seem to fucking seem to fucking enjoy those oh, women love true bill Burr the other day love it. oh absolutely right and i was listening to bill Burr the other day and he was talking about how he's talking to his wife and her, her reasoning was pretty good she's like i enjoy watching them but it also serves as a guideline for me to like i think like what would i do if i was the woman in this situation or like what sh- what lesson should i learn of this like use it as like red flags for like if you're ever in a well, bad situation wh- so what women it. women watch true crime so they can know to avoid being murdered is that what you mean this or? was her her argument okay. about it like she like thinks it's a cool little like yeah and this is what i do with it right well anyway i got a story out of coming out of florida where an 11 year old girl did exactly that florida, i'm sorry florida again yeah dude every i don't know what's going on i don't still go on, like, a no florida. florida no we're gonna install a no florida rule for you for a couple of weeks you're i can't florida probation. i can't dude everything <laughs> everything happens in florida like i it just it's insane carry so on this 11 year old okay so this 11 year old girl just identified as Alyssa because she's 11 right uh, she's yeah. waiting for a bus down in uh, pensacola florida so a guy rolls up gets out of his vehicle holding a knife came toward her she tried to run away but he grabbed her now struggle ensued and the girl got away but the kicker in the situation here is that she was playing with blue slime like you know those fucking kids make all that sl- like paste he, shit yeah yeah okay. okay so when the guy grabbed her she made a concerted effort to rub slime all over his upper arms and lower arms and everywhere she could on the guy's body so when she got away and was able to help identify him to police and stuff they were able to identify the guy way fucking easier because he had like this gross goopy like blue slime in his skin that wouldn't come off Whoa. so yeah so this girl um 30 year old jared paul stanga has been charged with kidnapping or attempted kidnapping um aggravated assault and simple battery now he's being held in a 1.5 million dollar bond and apparently this guy approached the girl two weeks earlier made her feel really uncomfortable so the mom had been walking her to the bus stop every day for two weeks and the first day that she didn't walk her to the bus stop that's the day he rolled up popped out of the vehicle with a knife and grabbed her so she said damn yeah dude so the little girl said she's like i i learned from like law and order svu like i gotta mark this guy somehow so police can get him and that's like straight up help fucking Whoa. catch the guy because this 11 year old girl was watching that shit watching ice tea kidnapping whoa i mean yeah well that's a smart, smart kid a- to like apply the shit you've seen on tv like that to be to help fucking yeah, smart catch a criminal girl, right like yeah holy shit man microphone shit, applause microphone applause tap 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 tap, tap, tap. At 11 years old i would have been like yo you got any candy like Oh, it's good. You've been watching too much to catch a predator again. Yeah, that's not on to catch a predator. I've actually I've stopped. All right, I've stopped. It was too much. 
too much. It's going to pop up my YouTube algorithm in like a month and I'm going to be like, fuck. Yeah, it's going to be like, are you sure you're done watching this? Okay, well, I'm going to bring it back home here. Back to the great wide north. Our homeland itself. So a little Canadian content for you. This story comes from the uh, Penticton Now news site. So getting very local. I was going to say. So Mounties in Porcupine Plain in East Central Saskatchewan. That's the most Canadian thing we've ever said on this podcast. Don't worry, because it's going to get even more Canadian. So the Mounties were notified on May 7th about a theft in a rural area. Someone had left a number of posts piled on a property that they planned on using for fencing. And then suddenly the posts went missing. So officers began investigating the theft and had no leads until the posts were spotted in a nearby waterway. Quote, the stolen posts were located in a nearby beaver dam, explained Constable Conrad Rickards. A beaver or beavers helped themselves to the stash of posts and used them to help build a dam. Rickard said he tried locating the culprits, but that they were nowhere to be found. That's fucking awesome, man. That's the most Canadian awesome. story you may ever find. In, in East Central Saskatchewan, Mounties investigated missing posts to find that they were stolen by beavers. That is fucking, you know, like, I gotta be honest, that's wholesome as fuck, dude. Like, that sucks for the dude who got his post taken, but, like, that's aw- I love beavers, bro. Like, no no cap, being 100% K, beavers are lit. <laughs> um, all my fucking American friends make fun of it. Like, you know how people, like, say, like... Yeah, you igloos guys, and like, polar bears. Exactly. and Exactly. But the beaver is, everybody brings it up, and I, I fucking love them, man. I'm never even upset. I'm like, goddamn. No, wait, there's, there's more to this, so... I found an additional story in my in my travels this past week here that's sort of related, sort of touched on this one, actually. So uh, the Guardian published a story that that uh, touched on a, a slew of Canadian wildlife related mischief stories. So that the one I just told you, that one was in there. Okay. So apparently there have been multiple incidents across the country involving Canadian wildlife, specifically our most famous furry little semi aquatic creatures, uh, the beavers. So here's some of the examples I give. So. In addition to the lumbar, the lumbar stealing incident. <laughs> <laughs> Steal your back. <laughs> Snatch those spines. Spinal. That broke my back. Spinal. <laughs> so in addition to the lumbar stealing incident, beavers have been blamed for an internet outage in BC, which left an entire town without access to the internet for multiple days after beavers chewed through one of the internet cable lines oh, and pulled pieces from the telecom company's equipment to, of course, build their dam. In February, a beaver wandered into a Toronto subway station, startling subway riders as well. Yep, that did happen. I don't happen. know if that's an incident. That, that did beaver, happen. Yeah, that beaver that just happened. had places to be. You know, I, I don't have know no that's... idea how it ended up there, but I remember that happening, yeah. It's not an incident. I mean, how are we going to hold it against a beaver? That's not an incident. Maybe the other one is... Kinda... He might have just been catching the, the young university line. Maybe he had to get downtown, you know? So here's, here's what I'm gathering from this. Beavers are either the most chill motherfuckers ever or they're terrorists and will take down your whole economy's fucking internet. Maybe we're just misunderstanding them as creatures, first of all. You know? Maybe the racists in Canada who are fucking calling everybody terrorists should look to the beavers. They're the ones really bringing, bringing economy always, to their knees. It was always the beavers. They're undermining us because we've been stealing their land now. Uh, apparently also in Quebec earlier this year, beaver dams cost 30 square kilometers of a town to end up underwater which apparently happens pretty often holy shit they build a dam and it fucks up the waterways and then flooding occurs right so there's a town of 800 people 
have called for the beaver population to be eradicated. Oh shit! No, I hang on here. Hang on here. Y'all uh-huh. gotta move your town. Y'all gotta move your town. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Eight hundred people. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like our little town, our little town of 800 people cannot survive. We must kill all the beaver. It sounds like you got 800 people. It sounds like you're outnumbered. It's time for you to move. The beavers are fucking your shit up, dog. Yeah. That's wild, though. Take that a, a hint. A couple beavers can fuck up a town like that, eh? Yeah. So the issue, apparently, is in recent decades, beaver populations in North America and Europe have drastically risen. And with adapting their environments to us, you know, humans who just give no... F- fucks whatsoever about anything they're causing problems for communities so experts indicate that what people need to do is to be more aware of the effect on the environment and how human development may intersect with natural processes of creatures like the beavers so you know that little fuckhead town of in quebec being like let's just kill them all because they're causing us inconvenience should maybe pack up their shit and move so maybe we should start wearing more furs hmm we go back to those beaver hats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that well, nice fur trim with that tail on the back. Little 1800s, you know, little, beaver little, trade. I'm bringing it back. You know, fashion always comes in cycles, right? Now I'm just going to start wearing dead animals again. Just yeah. flex on people. Wait, go go be a trapper. Mm. <laughs> Literal trapper. I'm a Canadian trapper. Be a, be a trapper who makes trap beats. Yo, think about it. You just sell cocaine and just wear beaver furs. Like that's all you do. <laughs> and just bump nothing but trail music all day out of your like log cabin in the woods. I would respect that. <laughs> I would respect the fuck out of that. Just grow up. <laughs> hey, you know, your future is nothing but possibility, my friend. So that's what I should do. Yeah, that's probably the most Canadian story I think we can bring to this show. It's very possible. Maple syrup has to be involved somehow. Other than that. That's probably maple syrup covered beavers are being investigated. Fighting moose. Fighting moose. Fighting meese. Excuse me. (laughs) All right. Seriously. What is there? The plural for moose. Moose is just moose, right? It's moose. It's just moose, right? Yeah. Yeah. People get confused because goose, goose and geese. Geese. Yeah. (laughs) This language sucks. It does. I think we've actually had this specific conversation before. Well, let's have it again. English sucks. English is shit, dude. I feel so bad for people that like speak another language as their first language and then are trying to learn English. There's so many stupid little rules and yeah. shit that it's it like, no oh, sense. yeah, but those rules don't apply for this specific eight words for everything. Also, we have 900 words they that have five different spellings and four different meanings and they all sound the same. And none of them makes sense. It, man. We, we, we make fun of people that fucking, you know, like their English isn't good. You're like, ah, that guy's, you know, I don't, I don't know about well. you. No, I don't. No, I'm saying people <laughs> do in general. I don't because the main reason is because like, let's say you're a Spanish speaker and your English is like not the greatest. Well, your English is better than my Spanish. So like, how am I going to talk shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. People come Unless to- you're telling me that my English is shit. Like when this one time we ordered from fucking egg smart. Okay. And they didn't have hollandaise sauce. Fine. So they, they couldn't do the order. So they called us to my girlfriend and she's like, oh, you don't have that? No problem. Cancel the order. I'm just going to go back on the Uber Eats app because XMart doesn't deliver and put another order in. Not yeah. an issue. And this guy in an extremely Chinese accent is screaming at Haley going, speak English. You need to speak English. And <laughs> <laughs> we're like, pardon me? Excuse me? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't order from there for a while. But yeah, we it's went a little, back. It's, it's going to so put you off for a bit. 
Yeah, it's so close. But yeah, dude, just speak English in the most like in the most hardcore Asian acts, like Chinese accent. It was it wasn't. Oh, it was a weird one. That's for sure. It was a fucking I'm weird sorry one. that happened to you, my friend. I was assaulted verbally on the phone. You'll get to the point that I boycotted Xmart for a month and eventually went back. Fuck, you're brave. You know that? You're I know. So I'm brave. so I survived my assault. I survived I being yelled at <laughs> on the phone. All right. So this was kind of weird. Um, so down in Florida here in St. John's County, um, a bunch of high school yearbooks have been edited by the school. So in Bartram Trail High School, they've altered 80 female students' photos in the yearbook. Oh, fuck. Here we now, go. Decisions were made by <laughs> Anne Irwin based on the school dress code to tailor the yearbook photos. So when I was reading the article, it seems that even though these girls may have not, quote unquote, like fit up to the school's dress code, they didn't tell any of these girls. So as far as they're concerned, they are adhering to the dress code. Nothing is wrong. Let me guess. Wait, they let, come me, to- let me take a shot. Let me take a shot here. Some bitter old bitty thought that like a neckline was too much and like covered them up or something like that like yes with black boxes as well as horribly (laughs) shit horribly shit photoshop where they just copy and paste the girl's flannels over their chest so they have these like bizarre (laughs) bizarre flannel pattern across their chest so they all get their yearbooks back that they paid like a hundred bucks for and then all their fucking photos are fucked up so the school said that uh School said this was done as to, quote-unquote, not to exclude any students and to make sure all students were included in the yearbook because in years past, they would have just not added the people's photos saying that they didn't fit up to the dress code. My first thought of this is, like, isn't it a little fucked up that, like, you care so much to this that you're spending all this time meticulously looking at a bunch of, like, 15-year-old girls' boobs and then trying to cover them up yeah, in Photoshop? This is, like, this is, like, the public education system is, like, filled with people who are are really great people who are also like working for no money whatsoever. And then weirdos who are like spend hours photoshopping 80 people's things instead of like, I don't know, doing something useful that might prepare the youth for the future or something like that. Like, <sighs> fuck a little what bit of doing. I, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It just seems like, like I can understand where there's a dress code for the school, but like the photo that they showed in the article, bro, like, it's not bad. It's like a standard 15 year old girl. It's not like her tits are hanging out or anything like that. It's a regular shirt. You can see her. Yeah, I would assume of that that's not the photos they would have taken. Like, yeah. Like it's not like their tits are out and they're like spring break. Woo! You yeah, know what I mean? I'm pretty like, sure the photographer in like the library wouldn't correct. be correct. Like, yeah, like get the fuck out of people's business, you know? I don't know, man. I I just, uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I just think it's really weird that there's somebody meticulously sitting there photoshopping over people's like boobs. Yeah, like, how many just, hours did that take this person to do? Well, I'm telling you, after the images I saw, probably not fucking long, bro. <laughs> that was like Microsoft control, Paint, just like some control C, control V, like just <laughs> snip and paste. Cut and paste, <laughs> excuse me. But yeah, like it, it just is not good. Clone stamp shit. I mean, I'd be so pissed if I paid a hundred bucks and I got my fucking yeah. photo back and it was just like a, like an edited black box over my chest, <laughs> my chest. Yeah, what like that. It's eighty. This? Of course, it's eighty girls, right? It's never like it's always girls. Oh, because boys don't break the dress code, even though like I don't know. I don't know. If somebody sees her neckline, they'll be inflamed with horny teenager rage, and they'll 
pretty well, much what will happen next pretty much like i get if you're wearing a like a fucking bikini at school or something might be like hey right, nobody but, does that never happens but nobody does that's my point yeah. uh we don't live in florida though it's canada that's it's true. cold up here that's true we never know actually <laughs> we say that but we don't know what goes on down there so much. it's like wait actually guys if you saw these yearbook photos <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like like car wash pictures and stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, had to Photoshop right. them. You should have seen what they were submitting. <sighs> Florida. I'm convinced sometimes that Florida's not a real place. It's a it's a there's our conspiracy. We're gonna start a conspiracy. Florida is well, not is a what, real place. This is what frustrates me is that like I don't go to Florida specific news source areas. I go to like amalgamated stuff, I check the internet, and it always just ends up that there's so much stuff in Florida, like constantly. But you're missing out, dog. Think of all the potentially great stories there must be out there that aren't Florida. You know, you got to expand your horizons. You got to diversify your bonds is what you got to do. Trying. And unfortunately, my Bitcoin dropped and I have no money. That actually did happen to me last week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I only had like 80 bucks in there because I was fucking around, but I I lost about 40 of it. So (laughs) So I I just don't play with this shit, man. Elon Musk sends one tweet out and now the Chinese government is saying that they're going to crack down on it. That's what I mean. So it's That's what I, okay. Again. Anybody who's into Bitcoin, email the podcast because you can get mad at me when I say this. But somebody who's level headed and not some fucking Twitter Bitcoin bro needs to email the podcast, FNEH podcast at gmail.com and tell me how exactly is Bitcoin any different than the monetary system? Because they keep saying that, right? They're like, oh, like it's going to like change money forever. Like the banks can't control things. I'm like, how? Because the reason why banks like manipulate money and do that shit and are corrupt and all that is because they're made up of human fucking beings who are innately greedy, <laughs> selfish as fuck. Fox. Absolutely. Yeah. Who, who are like, so, for the shareholders. Yeah. Tell me how some guy, some Bitcoin billionaire who the fuck isn't any, is any different than a bank. Like it's just a different way for people to manipulate the Bro, system of money to me. One we, tweet, one tweet from a guy yeah. made it drop what, like 30, 40% or something yeah, like that? That's what I mean. How one is tweet. this the future of money if it can literally drop in a day like that? And I know that other things can drop, like, you know, financial crisis have happened too. I, I'm aware of that. But that's because of like a systematic flaw that took decades to develop and a bubble burst and caused a collapse of, you know, loan systems and, and there was a ripple effect, but not like I some dude get farts and it drops by 20% and a bunch <laughs> of people lose money. Like, And then you have fucking this whole like NFT thing coming out now. Do you get yeah. this at all? Like, I don't understand it. It's, I don't it's, fucking get How can I own sell a, a JPEG for a hundred million dollars? I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Like, so what is it like only I have and you can't look at it like I or is it when websites want to use it? You have to license it from me now. Is it a collectible? Is it an Maybe, actual like I don't uh, understand this shit at all, bro. Is it like, like the fact that you can buy the original Mona Lisa, but you can also buy prints of it, but only the original is worth anything? Yeah, like, so here's the thing, like, I, I don't know if you've looked into this at all, but like now what's going on is like athletes are getting involved in this, a lot of them too. So like Danny Green is getting his his championship Raptors ring in the hall, or is it, it might be his Lakers one, I don't know, don't quote me on that. But the hologram of it um, as an NFT that you can like buy and invest in. So it's like you can have the hologram of Danny Green's ring. But like... what And do what with it? What, exactly, what you just have it on your computer and like... Why, like, what why you, would like, you buy to, it? I can just look at a photo of it. Like I don't understand. I literally don't fucking get it. I I, do I don't understand it either. I mean, I can understand tangible objects. Like again, like I can understand buying like a Van Gogh 
and being like, check, this is the actual, it hangs in my fucking Manhattan penthouse, you know, because I <laughs> yeah, got nothing for, to do with my money. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I have a tangible object, but I don't understand like, like what you do with this shit. I don't either, I mean, man. And I, we're sounding old many and maybe the world is passing us by, but I genuinely. It's not, we're not even 30 yet. And even if we were 30, that's not old. It's just like, I don't know. I just I like I'm I'm a person that like I've ranted about Elon Musk and stuff before that. Like I just anytime some 20 something dude with like slick hair is telling me that something is the future and it's amazing and everything's fucking fantastic. You smell like bullshit. You know what I mean? Like we're going to Mars. Bitcoin's the future. Everything's going to be fucking great. I'm like, I don't trust you. I just don't. No one's ever said that. Bitcoin is no longer the future. It's bad for the environment. Buy Bitcoin. I I want you to buy. Exactly. Buy Dogecoin. Like, why? What can I buy with it? You can buy a Tesla with it. Like, that's another thing. That's another thing. I don't fucking get this. Is like, you have Bitcoin and stuff, but then you have all these other currencies that are coming out. People are investing in. They're like, they're new, so they're going to increase in price and blah blah blah. But we're just going to have like 20 different West dog. Like I don't, it, none of it makes sense to me. None at all. It's the wild West is what it is. It's all like a, because it's not, none of it's real and none of it means anything yet. It's just, it's basically a pump and dump scheme, which if some crypto yeah. dude listens to this podcast will literally like right now is like shitting his pants with red faced rage. Like you can't dare you say that it is a pump and dump scheme. Like if Elon Musk can, can change crypto prices with a tweet, you can bet your ass he sold it all before, bought it back in at the start when it dipped 40%, and it's just going to rob you fucking rubes blind again. It doesn't, it just doesn't smell right. It doesn't pass the smell test. If you smell something, say something. This, this doesn't seem right to me. Well, Dan, you know what they say? If you smelt it, you dealt it. So was this guilt coming I'm out? I'm actually here? the biggest Bitcoin bro of all. No, you're actually, you're just bitter that you lost $40. I did lose $40. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna write a letter to Elon. These Musk. fucking bastards, <laughs> running everything. And, fuck. Stocks are dumb. I'm sick of that shit. That's why I sold all my stocks last week, and I was like, I'm just gonna take the like couple hundred bucks I was playing around with. I'm just gonna buy something that makes me happy. Fuck yeah, you. Fuck stupid, all this noise. Fuck your GME and your AMC and your fucking Bitcoin and shit. Like, I'm, I'm probably never gonna be posing in front of a black Lamborghini and like chasing Instagram models, being like, "Yo, crypto." I live in San Francisco. Crypto's the future, bro. Yeah, definitely not. That's not me. I'm a wage slave for life. Podcasting and wage slaving. I wage slave and then vent about it. Hell yeah, bro. My entertainment is venting about my frustrations. This is only the 35th episode of the show. Think of like the another thousand we have ahead of us. Crotchety ass motherfucking old men. When we're like 50 and we're still doing this show and we're looking like back. projecting like, and like to each other. Like, yeah, we've been over this, right? And now we're all bitter because we're like, I should have invested in crypto. Now I'm stuck on Earth while Elon Musk is ruling Mars. Okay, well, we know this. It, when astral projection companies go public, ha- invest heavy. Buy. All right. Buy. Buy, buy, buy. Buy, buy, buy. No, you can't buy the IPO in tech because they're just going to, they, they, they're overinflated and then their prices drop. See, I don't know anything. You know more than me and you still lost $40. So this is why. I- <laughs> All right, true story. I started, I put 300 bucks in, right? I did 200 in straight stock and 100 in crypto. That was my, that was for fun. Like three months Diversify. ago. I see you. At my high, I had turned that 300 into $480. Not bad, right? That's like, mm-hmm. that's like 50%, 60%. It's pretty solid. I currently have 
275 bucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at at the peak, I I from the peak to where I am when I sold all my shit last week, I I lost 205 dollars. <laughs> And I'll, in the end, I'll, I'm down 20 bucks. So I'll update you. I'll put another thousand bucks in here. Well, not another. I'll put a thousand bucks in diversified and we'll see what goes down. Fuck it. I think we should just start like, like a, like a for shits, like podcast collective. I floated this idea to a friend the other day and I was like, cause he, he he's retiring his, his one show. And I'm like, all right, you got nothing to do. I'm like, you can be our podcast collective crypto investment strategist. I'm like, well, I'll give you every podcaster. We'll all give you 20 bucks. And you get to grow the podcast portfolio in the crypto sphere. It sounds like a horrible idea. It sounds like a quick way to lose 20 bucks. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my friend just disappeared and never came back online. <laughs> oh, oh, the stocks you are doing so with all our money. Where'd he go? <laughs> it's not like buying a lot of ticket at work, you know? Like, exactly. We're some, well, even that could go sour. Like, where's Carol? She, she didn't show up to work today. I'm pretty sure you could sue Carol for a lot Came of money. fucking islands. Like, yeah, we do an office work pool and we won and she disappeared to the Virgin Islands. Yeah. Okay. Again, another thing that will be read on the show is a story as we, as we crack jokes and in the future, right? I guarantee you that's probably happened. Somebody tried to run off with fucking it. Fucking probably sure. happened. hundred percent. Okay. I got one last story for us to finish up today. All right. Let's run it out here. I don't know if there's a better story we can finish on than this one. Because, I mean, it's going to explain itself pretty quickly. A man in Texas is suing Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, God. Well, suing Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand company, Goop. Goop. I mean, still is the dumbest fucking name ever. Like, really? Goop? Goop the Goofy Goober. (laughs) You want to sing it one more time? No, I don't. Okay. I want to hear about Goop. So this man in Texas is suing Goop after he reported that one of their vagina-scented candles, which, I mean, again, just... Anyway, this vagina-scented candle exploded. An exploding vagina-scented candle uh, after burning it for only a couple of hours. So in the class action complaint filed Monday, Colby Watson said he purchased a $75 candle. Holy fuck. Yeah, I know. Holy fuck. Called This Smells Like My Vagina from Goop's website in January. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i know <laughs> rich people <laughs> rich people bro. Know, right? <laughs> a 75 dollar candle called smells like my vagina uh, i don't know how you can parody the future anymore man this I is don't this. fucking know so he purchased the candle in january watson said he lit the candle for the first time on his nightstand in february when it allegedly exploded and became quote engulfed in high flames after burning for about three hours according to his court document Nobody was hurt, but his nightstand was sufficiently charred, charred with a black ring. Company website advises not to burn the candle for more than two hours. Uh, I mean, what? what? No, it's a candle, man. It's you can a burn candle. that as long as it has a wick. And it's just a, a wick and wax, right? It's explosive vagina particles or something in the, this one. You I gotta don't... fix whatever the fucking glass container you put. It's $75. Dog, yeah. I buy a fucking... T- five dollar glade candle and burn it for six hours it'll fucking blow you up burn that shit me. straight actually you know what i did buy a glade candle the other day and i was burning it in my apartment and i actually after a while thought of this story and was like could that what thing explode too yeah i don't like, want to get burnt with hawaiian burn glade. my drapes and like kill my plant and like do all that shit like what's gonna fucking happen here so 
Goop commented also, quote, we're confident this claim is frivolous and an attempt to secure an outsized payment from a press heavy product. I mean, corporate speak fucking overload, first of all. Oh, my God. So Watson is seeking a jury trial and compensation of five million dollars. Okay, no, his, no, no, no. His ruined Let's nightstand, I guess. Off, I don't know. Bro, fuck right off. Like, hey, can I get a free candle and maybe like you pay the 50, like, I don't know, 200 bucks. Refinish my dresser. nightstand? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean. like that so, would be understa- an understandable claim. He says it's also for punitive damages for himself and others who may have unknowingly bought the defective vagina candles. <laughs> well, there's a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's a difference between wanting to start a class action and then claiming for $5 million in damages for exactly. your, your punitive shit. Like, come now, on. Apparently, in January, a woman in the UK also had her vagina-scented candle explode on her. Yeah, see, I, I told you about this earlier. I'd heard about this before. Like, So it's happened. Yeah, like, but this guy didn't get burned for $5 milli. Like, so for So number one, I mean, the, the number of what the fucks you can go with here, first of all, of course, the fact that she sells a this smells like my vagina candle two that it sells for seventy five dollars three that it can't be burned for more than two hours without exploding and four that people then sue for a ridiculous amount of money i'd love to see the reviews on this product that, that hey you know what next episode my friend sniff out the bots real quick versus the people i'm sorry like- a, an a a man in Texas bought Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-smelling candle for $75 and then set it up on his nightstand. I mean, that also, that part of the story also was a little like, I, I bet, I bet you he's married and he bought it for his wife. I bet you. And he's just suing. Uh, I'm out of things to say because I'm just, I'm, I'm befuddled. I'm baffled by the bullshit. Is what I'm, oh, I'm BBB on <laughs> I'm that BBB. shit straight up. Big baller brand ain't coming for this shit. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that last episode. Yeah, Lavar is gonna sue us if we try to copyright. I don't want to be BBB'd. I don't want to be big baller branded. Yeah, I don't really want to be that either. Lonzo didn't want to be like that. His shoes broke on the fucking court, bro. <laughs> he was baffled like, straight by the bullshit up. He wears... of his. He was BBBBBB'd. He was baffled by the bullshit of his big baller brand shoes. Damn. I wonder if he. I wonder if he wears Nikes now. I think he does. Imagine the family dinner. Your dad starts a shoe company while you're in the NBA and you're like, I can't wear these. Dude, they were shit. Yeah, for real though. Like they were breaking on them like mid game. Like dad. Dad. I'm averaging six points a game and four assists. I, I These shoes are killing me. Yeah, that's right, Lonzo. You ain't BBB, bro. You ain't part of the big ball of bread. That's some <laughs> little BB. Little ball of bullshit. <laughs> uh, what a yeah. world we live in, my friend world yeah, apparently apparently those shoes were fucking atrociously shit though which sucks but well we've certainly made a nice number of enemies this episode lavar ball to bring it crypto on crypto people gwyneth paltrow making enemies florida. left and right florida <laughs> the whole state of florida <laughs> you know that's what we do here on the podcast this has been episode 35 of the fucking eight podcast my name is dan he is matt we want to thank you for joining us here uh for for sharing in some laughs and you know the absurdity of whatever this existence is um tell a friend come back for episode 36 uh if you like the show you know hit smash that like button bro smash that motherfucking like button beep, beep, beep. do all that obnoxious pandering shit oh, that God. we usually have to ask you to do leave it a rating a review uh find us on twitter and instagram at fucking a podcast f-u-c-k-i-n-e-h podcast 
uh, email the podcast. If you have any stories you want to share, you want to, you want to, you know, give us a lead, make our lives easier. Uh, email the podcast. Did, did we uh, offend you? Do you want to educate us on crypto? That's F N E H podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up. Let us know. Shout out to India. Shout out to India. <laughs> as always. Uh, as always. Uh, people in Japan, if this uh, is your first time listening, please order a Domino's pizza rice bowl and tell us what you think. I think it sounds delicious. Matt, you... you I'm on the fence. I'm you're on, on the fence. fence? I got I to gotta put a fork in it. I got I to gotta put, I gotta put, you know, rubber to road. Bad, I got to see what's that was, up. That was a bad dad joke is what that was. It wasn't even a joke. I was just like, rubber you were literal. Road. You really want to put yeah, a fork in it? Yeah, I got to put a fork <laughs> in it. Like, I want to try that. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I, I rescind my previous criticism of you. Um, yeah, come back again, folks. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll, we're trying to be less ridiculous with our outros since we always carry on and, and then cut ourselves off. Um. You know, Fade me, fam. We'll catch you next time. Matt, say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, fellow people. <laughs> My name is Matt Zuckerberg. I am emotional at times. Sometimes talking with people this who I identify as. And and this is where I this is where I click the fade out function and it just carries I our love, voices. I love that button in Audacity. And then the and then the music fades. It it's a blends nicely that as our voices fade out. The music fades up. Enjoy whatever song you're listening to right now. Enjoy this, Many Men's by Matt. Unless this ends up on YouTube someday, in which case that's the end of the show and there's nothing further because of copyright. So. <laughs> and cue music. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. See you later. Many men. To my psyche manifesting someone like me Walking to the grocery store End up bumping into my wifey Write about my fantasies They appear when they're vanishing I organize my thoughts And it seems I'm losing my sanity Rambling about winning my best Whenever I'm gambling Manifesting most of my money And palms handling Channeling my inner self With my inner self So it's two times deeper Beyond things that I felt If I felt, I feel If I dealt, I deal Giving my ideals Now I got what's real Tangible, not mechanical Caging my inner animal Men is eating up most of my time the clock is a cannibal yet it's all the essence manifest the message when there's nothing to count on i'm counting all of my blessings i'm out on the way